welcome to Live Idlewild with Jody Swee. I'm a life and relationship coach and pastor and living in Los Angeles with my family as we seek to find the joy in the journey. I've been studying the Bible for over 20 years and I freaking love it. Now I'm sharing it with you in the hopes that you will discover that you do too. God is inviting you to see things differently to discover what it means to know your worth and be satisfied. We're on a little journey of discovery right now as we wonder together what that means. In the last episode, I shared how I was reading Luke 2 and realized that everything we need to know about this invitation to joy is smushed into two freaking lines in the Bible. Do not be afraid. I bring good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Good news, great joy, all people, Savior, Lord. We're going to explore each of these together over the next few episodes. But before we do, there's still another gem to be discovered in the context of these verses. Remember last time I talked about how we can learn just as much from the context of what is happening as what is actually being said. This is one of the reasons I love God so much, you guys, and why I love the Bible. He is so consistent and intentional. Not only did he choose to have the savior of the world born to a couple of nobodies in the capital of nowhere, but just in case we weren't catching the memo that God's love can change the lives of the nobodies, he chose to announce the birth to some shepherds living in a field. Let's look at Luke 2, 8 and 9. It says, there were some shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch of their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring good news of great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the future king of England was born in 2013, an announcement was posted on the gates of Buckingham Palace, and everybody had been waiting. There was tons of journalists and paparazzi out there. And then his mom and dad held a press conference right after the lady had given birth so that his parents could walk out and introduce him to the world and everybody could take his picture. When the king of kings was born, it was announced to a few shepherds who lived out in a field tending their sheep near Bethlehem. You guys, shepherds were loners without relational influence. They weren't educated, respected, or probably well-received in polite society. They weren't seen or known by most, and any value they had was probably in their ability to do their job and keep the sheep alive. But So here these shepherds are, doing their job, thinking nobody sees them, and then all of a sudden, an angel appears and announces this thing, and then suddenly there's a heavenly host? That's like a big, I mean, I'm picturing like, you guys, a big like gospel choir wire in white, right? Like that's what I'm experiencing all like glowing up and stuff. You can't see me, but I'm doing a little, I'm doing a little dance right now. So they get this announcement. The angel and the heavenly host is there. Can you imagine what must have been going through the heads of the shepherds after the angels left and it was just them in the dark again? Can you imagine? I, I've honestly, I put myself in their shoes. First of all, I think that it was like, there's this moment, the angel appears, that's crazy. And then there's a whole heavenly host of angels and the sky's all bright and shiny. And it's just like, oh, glory, glory, right? And then the angels all disappear. I was a shepherd. I would be like, blink my eyes. Was that a dream? And then I would like look around at the other shepherds being like, did you just see that? Did you? 
did we eat something funky? Like what, what happened? And the realization that it was real and that it happened, what must that have been like for them? Can you imagine how that felt? I bet a thrill of joy shot through them. They realized that they were seen and known by God and that maybe there might be more to life than their experiences and understanding had promised them. God's choice to announce the birth of Jesus to some shepherds in a field resonates throughout history and into our modern lives. God sees and knows you and invites you to see things differently. He invites you to consider the possibility that there might be more to your life than your experiences and understanding have promised. But it might require us to respond the way the shepherds did back in Luke 2, 14 through 15. So the angel, the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God. And then in verse 15, it says, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So big shiny, all these things happening in the choir. Ah, they're gone. There's the blink blink like, Oh my gosh, did that just happen? It really just happened. And they looked at each other and they said, let's go check it out. The shepherds made a decision. The shepherds left their sheep and they went to check it out. They went into town and when they arrived, they found Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus, just as the angel said. Remember guys, context matters to God and in the Bible. So what do you think we can learn from the shepherd's choice to go and check it out? The shepherds left what they knew, their sheep, they left the life that they knew to go and check out the truth of the angel's words. And they found it. Verses 16 through 20 says, the shepherds hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen were just as they had been told. After they made the decision to go check it out and they discovered that it was real, they went back to their sheep. They went back to their old lives, but something had changed. Verse 20 says that they were glorying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. Life would never be the same for the shepherds. They probably spent the rest of their days doing the same thing they'd always done. They probably continued to be shepherds, but their perspective had changed. They might be ordinary shepherds whose job was to schlep sheep around, but God saw and knew them. Like the shepherds, you are invited to leave behind what you know, to discover what God has, to learn what it means to be seen, known, and loved as you are and not for what you do, so that you may discover the life that God has planned for you. Listen to what John 1.12 in the message says about Jesus. But whoever did want him, whoever believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves their child of God's selves. We will not find satisfaction in who we are becoming until we know and believe in the value of who we are, wholly separate from what we do. And to know who we are, we must look to the one who created us and see ourselves through his eyes. It is an invitation to joy. We're going to continue this journey of discovery next time when we talk about what the good news actually means. But for now, just wonder with me. Last time, I invited you to wonder what your life might look like if you were secure in God's love for you. Now I invite you to wonder what you might have to leave behind so that you can find out. Thank you so much for listening to Live Idlewild with Jody Swee. If you dig this podcast, please share it with a friend or two. And if you need someone to process this with, please don't hesitate to reach out. That's what I'm here for. Until next time, my friends, may you live in the love of Jesus 
and allow it to grow wild within you until it overflows to others.